Yo, greetings everybody. Uh, this is Wesley Pepper. This is the Artexia Podcast. And this is episode 129. Um, when I was writing this down earlier, and I realized, like, wow, it's a big number. Yeah. So, yeah, we're almost at 150. Um, yeah, man, um, I've been working a lot with, um, what's his guy, Mustafa Ginadu uh, on um, uh, Ginadu Talks Football a lot this year. So, you can check out that channel. Um, all those episodes on my channel and also remember there's also african genius that we were doing last year with Uncle Asafi, Milan, um, that channel that um playlist is on my channel so yeah man and um to all the new listeners welcome welcome everybody and um, yeah man today I've, i'm talking to a brother of you um i'm Drucker from motherwell um in pe the eastern cape um just for the, just the record i've got a strong connection with the eastern cape um i've loved there many years actually um and a bunch of other things so i've got a real yeah i've got a real strong connection there i haven't been there in a while though that's another story for another day but uh, my brother viewer joker thanks man we spoke a bit on um on um on mustafa's show and um but you know you're new to this platform just um yeah tell us a little bit about um um yourself more so more so i mean we talk a lot about the space podcast and you're working and you know and friends and so forth and working in that space so you know with um focus on with focus on you know the headspace podcast yeah uh thank you thank you brother wesley uh thank you for the invite uh really appreciate it it was good to be um on another platform i find exciting as well you know because i don't just these invites because i respect the people i respect the platforms as well and what you brothers oh. are really spreading out people and the kind of information that you're sending out uh yeah my name is viewer joker um from pe creative writer content creator uh multimedia artist i do a bit of illustration as well but predominantly right now i am active on the podcast YouTube channel called The Headspace, um, where we deal with pop culture as it affects and is growing and developing in the African continent. Um, With a focus on hip hop, but dealing with different aspects of pop cultural news generally as an expansion of that. so it for me the journey basically began as a recording artist um a rapper the hip-hop culture for me was basically a portal into learning more about black history and inevitably the black present moment um so through listening to the more conscientious and socially informed kind of rap um i really began a love with just research and an active yeah, engagement with the politics that you know Africa is really embroiled in and seeing a possible sense of um, revolution for myself, you know, just on a personal level to find myself in a place where I can live on this country, on this continent in a way that makes me feel like I am doing something. I am adding my imprint. So inevitably, that kind of impulse brought me towards writing of all sorts. Um, I've done a couple of essays for some publications. And yeah, I met up with a brother called Keza Mzozoyana, uh, better known as Luke Concepts, who basically started the Headspace. And when we had the conversation, he looked at me and he was like, yo, you're the guy I've been needing. I have the ideas. We just need somebody who's interesting to listen to, to basically grow an audience. Um, and, and that's where it began. And we've been doing this thing right now for about three years. And it's steadily growing. So, yeah. yeah. Dope, man. Like you said, a bunch of things there that I can totally relate to. Totally. Um, I always, I, w- I always find it interesting that uh, artists across the world, actually, um, South Africa doesn't matter. Uh, we actually vi- vibrate at a very similar, like, like uh, um, even your even your path. I can totally relate to that, and actually, quite a few of my guests also. Um, it's a, I, I just want to raise that point. 
a point a point about a point about that okay, so tell us a little bit about that man so you say you are you're two guys um where do you guys broadcast from um okay so that's the first question and i and i kind of want to move into the into the, like your, your interest in um in um uh, in pop culture because i find that space very very interesting so before we get there just tell us a little bit about like you know where you guys based how many times you guys broadcast uh, 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 publish and, and, and you know episode and and and, uh, and so forth Yeah um so we are active in PE in the Motherwell area this is where all the the members if i can put it that way of the headspace sure. um stay so Kaza uh Kaya basically does the shooting and the editing um i do the research and the hosting predominantly but we do do episodes where we have conversations together on video Um and then there's a, like an invisible third member of the headspace who kind of puts all the logistics together when we have to go to events um and his name is uh, Kolani Nowala but he's better known as Flo so the, even the way that we stylize the spelling of the headspace um spelling it with a 3 instead of an a uh, that kind of symbolizes the three people who are active ah. in developing this yeah so that that's what that's yeah. about yeah yeah keep sure. he was a little easter egg there yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah so that's we're, we're active in motherwell matter of fact this is the space that we use yeah man uh this yeah this is flo's house um and at the back he basically has this room that has been converted into our um, art hub you know this is where we sit plot plan shoot meet with artists um organize um and and delegate so this is the headquarters so to speak yeah, um we, we drop episodes we drop at least two episodes in a week um we're not really strict on the days um but we've developed like a discipline of having at least one album review because we also do reviews from music that's coming out of the continent because we noticed that there's a huge space to sure. to kind absolutely. of engage with what the absolutely so just noticing the trend and the curve of how youtube is developing a lot of uh big youtubers are um, music reviews you know um and i was very interested in the space so when i suggested it it was something we hopped on and it's essentially what kind of brought us a lot of the notoriety um because artists and listeners both appreciated the fact that we were not only attending to quote unquote famous acts but we were looking at artists who have the the resume and the work ethic but aren't really being pushed on a commercial level on more old media platforms you know your television and such so we we gave a lot of airtime and necessary kind of um paths to artists who deserved it in every right but are constantly being neglected by you know old media which chooses to kind of select a few group of artists that it puts on as the people to watch out for so we do album reviews and then we always make sure that we always do a topic um it could be anything that emanating around our minds yeah, it man. could be based on a recent so you guys yeah, you guys got some really interesting You guys got some really interesting stuff here. I mean, I was checking out. Um, I'd actually like to, what should I say, engage you on some of them. Um, there's some that I've got a quite a quite a, an opinion about. <laughs> But uh, you know, like they say, you know, we'll we'll cut the beast, but eat them bit by bit, basically. What I'm, what I get that. Um, um, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna hit you up with like um, interesting thing that that you say about about, about like how you guys review. You are you and 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 you are correct. I I know it's the same thing. about album reviews um and I'm reviewing and talking to others and you know I focus more on visual art uh, I also find there's a void there there's there's actually nothing outside of the mainstream even the mainstream but so curated and so um it's just it's actually incredibly biased and I find it actually overwhelming that there's this amount of bias in a creative space where it's supposed to be there's it anywhere anyway that thing gets me heated up but but yeah i i i i i see what you're saying from there so so let me just let me just get there. how do you guys um what is a curate or what is the word i'm looking for how do you guys get artists to review 
And then explain to me like your process behind it because you raised something interesting about, um, or I get a sense of you got you 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 actually engaging with with the artist album. Um, obviously very personal. So um, and then tell me like through. Or what are or what are you looking at? What do you what do you what do you, what do you report back? Um, and like if we can make it more like recent, like you can give us like a recent um, like example, so we can understand like how you work and so forth. Yeah. Um. So for us, the criteria is we are looking for artists who are dedicated and show. Um, a level of understanding the holistic aspects that you have to develop consistently as an artist. So we live in an era where technology has made it somewhat more easier to shoot videos. Um, there are phones right now that have the technology to, to literally help artists give themselves the visual marker and an illustration of who they are, whether it's something serious like actually shooting a music video or just going on TikTok to show the fact that you're trying to engage with your audience. Um, so that's the first thing, an artist who's really trying to push themselves and you can tell that they've consistently been at telling their story as they evolve as artists and have identified their core audience. And then secondly, the quality of the music, um, that, that, that speaks volumes, you know? It has to be music that's on par with the professional standard. So, once we listen to an artist who we realize is consistent and is engaging with the audience, plus they have a, 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 a body of work that has really, really matched up in terms of its quality, um, then we, we, we take the step to reach out to them and they either send us the music or if the music is readily available, we download it and we just we, we, we go ahead and do the review. So, yeah, to answer your question directly, what we're looking for is artists who really have the work ethic, you know, who are putting it in and who are not just kind of doing it flimsily or casually, but are showing a certain level of professionalism about it. Because that way, when an audience um, finds out about that artist and we redirect them to their links, this they have something to land on that's pretty consistent and sustainable. So that that's what Explain we're looking to me. for. And this is like part of the meat. Um, explain to me what constitutes um, an artist being consistent. What constitutes being uh, uh, when you because you, you mentioning like there's a certain standard. Uh, yeah. I wanna I wanna give you I wanna I wanna add on to that. Um, and this is um, I, this is uh, actually uh, uh, um, something that I pay attention to quite closely. Um, is that like if you look at Spotify, for example, Spotify changed the way music is consumed, the way and the way they make music. You know, tracks are shorter. Um, it's also a lot visual and so forth and so forth. Um, that is the standard of um, let's just say twenty twenty four or the yeah, just say this the 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 this year. Um, and it's making a lot of people money. I mean, look at Taylor Swift. Uh, a lot of you know these summer artists are blowing up. So 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 one could argue that 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 standard there. Um, how can I say? There's nothing wrong with it because I mean clearly you can see I'm very critical of the, of, of, of 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 the other kind of music. But like one could so sometimes try and look at it from another side, like looking looking from outside in. One can one can you say that yo look here man that this standard over here uh, uh, is, is 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 making people music they are adapting to technology they understand the audience and so forth and they are sort of adapting to that but um i find that i find most of it very 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 formulated amongst other things so um yeah man so so, so i just picked it up like you were you 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 what what you come across is like like you guys got a specific standard and you are dropping below that so just explain that to me or to my audience okay yeah I think it's 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 appropriate to start historically by understanding the fact that before this internet revolution, the power to become a successful artist was solely in the hands of, of record labels. Um, these were the people who could make or break an artist's livelihood. Um, so they discovered the talent somewhere in the ground roots was an artist who was probably performing in their local um, spaces. And once they're identified, they're extracted and 
they're given the whole media machine transformation, PR, marketing, um, engineering, mastering. The record label would take care of everything and would basically get the artist towards the audience and see how successful they become. And what changed was with the advent of applications that could help artists make their own music in the privacy of their own homes, through their laptops, uh, with the advent of phones, which could allow the artists to shoot themselves, with the advent of more and more and more technologies, which were putting the power in the artist's hands, you could literally, as an artist, do everything that you once gave your livelihood to in terms of a label by yourself. And when you understand how to strategize your own trajectory as you sit home and understand what kind of music you're making, who do you want to make it for, then the audience finds you as you find them. So this dialogue that's taken place through technology with um, apps like SoundCloud and Bandcamp has really allowed for artists to kind of cut out that a significant amount of that power which was held. So a lot of what looks for himself forward without the help of labels, because the artists that we will predominantly see on these media platforms will be the ones that are still backed by the labels. And to be honest, yeah. those artists I don't agree. necessarily... You know, uh, they've already got the, 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 the financial buy-in and their career is just going to be a matter of how much they're able to connect with the audience and basically how much their label is able to pay for everything from the radio play to the shows. Whereas it's difficult for, for artists who are trying to do this on a quote-unquote um, independent way, where if they do have a team, they have to literally source out events to perform at, they have to do the research of the audience that's growing and which places they have to go to, how often. And that takes a lot of initiative. So we really wanted to dedicate the album review section to those artists, to artists who have everything but this push towards a greater audience. And I think one of the roles that YouTube channels and podcasts can play and are increasingly playing is becoming the new television, the new radio. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Whereas we, we do see, uh, uh, especially when you look globally, uh, the, how old media, television and radio, is dying a slow, dwindling death. Yeah. And they're trying to reinvent themselves through you know, the podcast and the YouTube mm. scene. Because this is where the majority of people globally right now's attention yeah. is. I mean, they attention economy so this is really people's phones are where their attention yeah. is and if you can create a platform that can amass a following of people who relate with your content you've got a flowing dialogue that you could use to basically bring up any topic introduce any artist so when we found that there was a core um, lack of a podcast which addressed hip-hop culture as it grew and as it exists in South Africa, we filled that void and uh, it, it literally just started growing by itself because the, 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 the need was there. Hip-hop heads, and when I say hip-hop heads, a lot of the hip-hop that's played in, in radio is, again, it's commercially backed, so it doesn't have a lot of artistic freedom. You don't, as an artist, if you're backed by major labels, have the kind of leeway to take a lot of artistic risks. And so a lot of the music ends up sounding the same and it's just very formulaic. So as a result, there's a huge, huge gap for artists who are doing a whole lot of experimental stuff. I agree. Who, who are just, you know, because I think being an artist is having the freedom to explore. Um, and when you are too held back by industry and corporate pressure you are turned into a tastemaker it kills the art because now you like. you're told you're told how to produce your art 
you're told what line to straddle. You're basically told how to play it safe. And artists who succumb to that pressure become tastemakers. They become artists who are held ransom by the needs of branding and product placement um, instead of their own yearning to express their story and where they are. So that's where our criteria is derived from. We are looking for artists who are really doing it by themselves, you know, and by themselves in this instance would mean, you know, without big corporate backing and with a team of people they trust um, and are doing work that is formidable for that kind of a hustle. So the consistency comes in. If an artist has been doing that for more than two to three years and online their footprint has not dissipated and you can see the fact that they've been pushing their albums, their videos, their mixtapes, their narrative. You know, sometimes it isn't it isn't even the music. It's a it's 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 identifying an artist who's having a conversation with their audience and whose audience is listening and talking back to them. Because those are the kind of people who are most likely to be to be followed by their audience everywhere that they go. So as a result, if I review um, a dynasties who is a rapper from Mtata who has a huge cult following in the Eastern Cape, but isn't known generally across South Africa, her following is able to become the link that introduces her to the rest of South Africa. And we're able to just be a springboard for that and review work that a group of people who can be termed as a niche already know, but it can open a doorway to that niche thing, becoming something a whole lot broader. Um, because right now in South Africa, lastly, we're witnessing a lot of artists who are quote unquote famous by their own sheer muscle, talent and creativity. They did not have label backing. They did not have the, the assistance of big brands. They started out and they connected with their audience and the internet gave them the opportunity to become nationally renowned. Yeah, you said uh, you said you said a bunch of really cool things there. Um, there's actually a few things I wanna. I think I forgot the one point, <laughs> but um, uh, basically the um, I get I get your criteria. I actually relate to it very similar on a visual art and uh, more literature perspective. Um, I do think that um, it's um what you what you're saying doesn't. It's not necessarily just music. Um, it's actually in TV as well. Um, these um. And uh, oh yes, that was the that was the one point. Um, I also totally totally agree with what you say. There's a huge market for um, music and art outside of um, um, the formulated stuff. Um, and I also think that there's people uh, my, uh, um, my my generation and up um, um, that also has the capital um, to 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 spend. That's why you see all these um, nostalgic tours. I mean, what's this guy Jeffrey Osborne? I mean, he's like. I don't know how old is this guy, <laughs> and like I mean, like he's still, he's still, he's still doing Boys to Men the other day in South Africa. I mean, like I, I haven't listened to Boys to Men's music in thirty years. Uh, um, um, and 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 they can still come in and fill up stadium. So, so basically, my my point is that is that this that that market there has, has got a large, you know, there's a lot of spending, there's a lot of money to to spend, which actually leads me sort of sort of sort of to my next because, um, um. Besides the music reviews, I mean, you guys do a whole bunch of other things. And one of the things I really like um, is um, talking about um, topical um, 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 things and, 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 and addressing what's... Um, so um, that's also, um, I guess, I guess what I want to get in, like what type of... Um, geez, there's actually a bunch of things you have said. For example, like the, like the one thing about um, common, that common most of saying... Um, Calling out Drake as a um, yeah as 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 he's not hip hop. I thought that was interesting, but I mean that's just a much other thing. So basically, what I'm trying to ask is like, what type of uh, uh, sport and trends you talk about, and um, how do you do you uh, do you give a biased or an unbiased opinion? I mean, clear, okay, well, because I think that that I'm answering my own question clearly is very biased, but um, yeah, just explain to us a little bit about um, about that. Like, how do you guys watch sport? and so forth and you do the research presenting. so just tell us a little bit about like your processes behind that 
Yeah. Uh, so I think with YouTube, there's there's kind there's different kinds of commentary. You know, there's commentary which is personal. You know, it doesn't want to become anything other than a a hot take. Um, but then there's commentary which tries to become a little um, more scholastic and based on I would use the word objective and 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 kind of study to it. So when when I came into the headspace, a huge thing for me was I felt there's a lack of South African platforms that really practice critical theory. And oh, yeah. by critical theory, I mean, you can there's a I think there's a there's a fundamental difference between a critique and an opinion. Mm. Anybody can have an opinion. Um, you know, you, you just need to see it and you can have an opinion about it. But a critique means you're trying to give a view that's based on analysis of what this possibly means in a particular context. So if you're trying to deal with it politically, you're trying to give a view from a political context if you're trying to deal with it creatively. So what I do on the headspace is critical theory. So to kind of answer your question of, is it biased? Uh, sure. It, it's almost impossible for there not to be some kind of bias. Yeah. Yeah. I, really, I really strive to, to formulate the kind of arguments that are, are really not based on what I think, <clears throat> but are based on what I've studied and observed in the context that I'm speaking from. So I speak mainly in a very politicized context. Um, and, 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 and a lot of, in the beginning, a lot of people uh, in, the, in the comment section used to accuse me of not doing album reviews, but political discussions on albums. And I felt it was very important for, for me to one. clarify why the reviews that I do on the headspace tend to always slant towards some kind. Because I think not too many people understand that everything is politics, especially because when we ignore the politics of things, then we don't understand the power dynamics. Yeah, man. You know? So when I do that, it's important for me to understand the artist, their story, and what they're trying to do. Even before I listen to the music, I do research on this artist because I won't be able to contextualize their album if I don't know where they've been and what they're trying to do as an artist. So I'm not just trying to listen to an album and give my opinion. I'm trying to say this artist has come from this place and this is what they're trying to do now. Have they achieved it? You know? Uh, and like what, does, what does, what, how do I determine if they have achieved it or not? I, I look at, I look at the fact that every artist operates in a market and that market is around quote unquote competitors, other artists who are doing similar things. And so if an artist wants to aim for success, they have to really consider the, the environment they're operating around and whether or not that music can relate in a timely way and the creativity and the songwriting of it has the potential to push them forward. So when I do this analysis on albums, I do it according to market research. I do it according to the cultural space that the artist is active in, their history, and a study of their audience. So I'm not just giving hot takes. I'm not just saying this album is bad. Uh, matter of fact, I don't even say there are bad albums. I go, there are albums that don't reach the mark they want to because of these reasons. I love that, man. Um, I love that. I guess but I'm just not... The appreciation oh, of the music is... Sub <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't think music can be framed like that. I don't think you can say the music is good or is bad. The best thing I can say is the music has attained its goal or it hasn't. So that's, that's, that's how I approach album reviews. I look at... Uh, I mean, we recently did a review on Shane Eagle. Um, and he's an artist who's been established, been trying to kind of do an alternative lyricism sound. And I, I mean, I notoriously gave the album a very weak review 
citing my reasons as the fact that I think he's not playing to his strengths and that he's losing his South African identity. Um, so again, I can't leave out the politics because they're very much part and parcel of what makes the music thrive or dwindle in the first place. If any artist is going to be successful, it is going to be because they appeal to certain features and facets of people's identity. They know how to capture the voice of the experiences of what people are going through. They understand the dynamic of their own voice and, and so, what so have you. So yeah, the, 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 the reviews for me are a practice of critical theory in the context of art and music. And what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to show both the audience and the artist that everything is political. Uh, and, 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 and when you understand that, you can approach what you do with a level of understanding the power dynamics you're playing around to understand how to navigate that yeah man i love your um i love your answer i just wanted to uh, sort of relate to it um i mean growing up growing up in the 90s like like i'm like i'm a music nut actually um and 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 before i before i would sort of buy an album listen to the album i'd first look at a review and the review um especially the review gets into detail explains to us nuances that me as a regular listener as a teenager wouldn't have picked up I love that type of thing. I love that type of thing. I think that those type of reviews, especially on art and books and so forth, really shapes the way people consume it. And I think it's I think it's an important part of our industry as well. Um, and I think it's also a fine line between like like, like you say, being critical or just being a dick, you know, or just just trying to go. Because I I find unfortunately there's some weak as writers are talking more like uh, uh, credited reviews that. Um, or, or even some YouTube channels that this bashing thing, I think they get it from the TV nonsense, you know, where you, where you sort of want to bash the artist and that type of nonsense. I don't, they, unfortunately, there's a market for that, but I think there's also a market for insightful uh, um, reviews. And I think you hit the nail on the head there. There's a huge market for that. I mean, the channel shows it as well. Um, 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 and, that's, and, that's, and that's really cool. my Brahman, you know, now I actually want to cover... I was actually thinking. Um, um, I actually want to pick your brain on 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 on, um, on this one. Um, well, two more things actually related. Um, um, it's like on we in twenty twenty four. You know, five uh, G is all over. Um, I, I mean, it is the is the order of, of, of not five G AI. Sorry, has been um, chat chat GPT is around now for a little over a year. There's um, I've read up on quite a few. Um, Movie scripts, there's some award-winning... Using your signal. Are you there? Uh, did you catch that last bit? Okay, you're back. Great. Uh, did you catch that uh, last bit? Okay, man. Um, look here, man. Can I just can I just close this session over here? Uh, and start a new session. And we'll just talk for another 10 or 15 minutes after that. Sure. What's up? Uh, uh, hey everybody, there's uh, a bit of a technical thingy there, happens again, um, so yeah, we were, um, just to explain that last but that I was explaining to you, um, I kind of want to get your, um, pick your brain, like, I was, first, firstly, the, what I was first trying to explain is, like, I understand where um, these type of reviews are important or necessary in, like, the art ecosystem. And this is and this applies to visual art. Um, I think I mentioned the story of myself growing up. Um, before I buy any type of music, the review really shaped if I will, you know, listen to it. Um, and even I, I was really big on that growing up. And even apply today, it applies even to, to, to visual art and so forth and so forth and so forth. So, so I think it's a very important part of people. So what I wanted to, what I want to, what I want to, to sort of get your brain is and um. This is something that I, I'm very interested in. I'm covering this thing. Well, I want to, you know, cover it a bit more. So, you know, um, ChatGPT launched um, last year this time. Uh, um, um, and it's been a mega, it's been a game changer uh, in a major way. I did, a, I did an interview with some, with some visual artists, um, I think February last year. And, um, you know, you know, they, you know, they run this like really dope as... Um, website and as they got their own platform and, and this and that, that so they I got access to uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name uh, but anyway so he was talking about because you know you go to the 
bunch of visual artists, and some of the guys were actually quite not I wouldn't say depressed, but very concerned about because AI at once said this is last year this time had over a billion prompts a day, um, and um, guys who make a living as uh, who does portraits like family portraits and so forth like that gig is over, maybe not over over over, but it's on its way out, and. Um, so what I so I, I mean there was also um, I read of some award-winning um, scriptwriters that you know eventually came and say yo actually AI I helped me to, to do this and that um, and this thing is getting smarter. Um, what I have noticed and this is from a visual art perspective, a lot of people are naive um, to a degree. I've also noticed a lot of universities as well. Not a lot, and I'm you know passing only two or three universities that I know. I know people there. There's not a lot. I mean, there's no. Um, why must I study something and give this university thousands and thousands of rands a month? When I graduate, my job will be absolute, you know, because I, I will just take it away. So I don't think that people are changing fast enough. And I think artists in particular, one of the um, points you were making earlier on about, um, about the sort of, uh, I guess, the style of music. Most of that is because this, the, the, this formulated type of music is also very safe. So if you do it like that, you're gonna make a profit. But if but if you but if you put AI on top of that as, as well, I, I don't think anybody is safe anymore. I think um, to for, for, for me to make these generic beats and this generic music, I can just get an AI bot to do that. Um, I don't even have to know how to sing um, or produce music. So I see. I'm sure you know where I'm. Where I'm, where I'm coming from, and I'm not looking for like an answer. I mean, that's we we don't know what the answer is. From what I want to know from from your side, Manny, where do you think this is gonna go? I'm talking from South Africa. You know, then we have load shedding issues and this and that, and fucked up roads, and it's Africa, and this and that, and this and that. And um, yeah, man, what's your what's your take, especially coming from the music space? Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a great question. Um, I think I earlier I mentioned how what's important for me when I do this work is conscientizing or just making people aware of the fact that everything is political. Um, and I think AI doing that in its own way. Um, when I talk about everything being political. In a simple sense, I'm just talking about it's important to consider how to empower yourself, uh, what tools there exist that are there for you to empower yourself and what empowering yourself means in the first place. Um, I think when people, more and more people start thinking that way, um, then it, 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 they, they engage more with what's around them um, as opposed to kind of accepting norms and going through safe routes or just finding themselves in positions where they feel driven to go there and they might have not considered all of the avenues. So as it relates to AI, <laughs> I feel like AI is working off of the strength of what has been humanly produced thus far. Um, it can only generate art that from the styles that exist that have been made by people. It can only generate music from the styles that exist that have been made by people. So yes, um, a disadvantage of that would be that in those categories, in that kind of, in that lane, an AI generated artwork would be something that would easily and accessibly dominate simply because of the fact that it's easier to do and it allows more people to create something that they've wanted to create without a lot of the time it takes to develop the expertise, you know? Uh, but I think it also becomes a challenge on novelty, on creativity, because, because AI can only work from what we make, then there is an open space for art of all kinds that hasn't been swallowed up into that conventional marketable machine that AI sources its creativity or it sources the tools that it's able to generate this, these, 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 these things from. I think it presents an opportunity 
that is not clearly visible right now. But what it does is that it forces every artist to think outside of the AI box. Uh, and when I when I say that for for visual artists, what it's doing is that it's creating a way where the everyday person can do what they are able to do. But then that puts them in a position where what can they do that it can't? You know, what kind of styles, what kind of textures, what kind of approaches does the the human soul, the experience that we are having right now as we engage with this technology, what are the things that we know it would not be able to replicate? Because a machine can only mimic, you know, and, and that's what I've noticed. I've had a lot of conversations with ChatGPT and it sounds like a formal, does. you know, you know, it, it, it really it, it adopts the style that it learns you into because it's used it uses algorithms and I think that 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 that's where where a lot of the the key of how this technology is developing is rooted in these algorithms are studying the patterns that every person with a smartphone has the things they search for what they're into how they how you talk with your friends and it talks back to you in the way that it's gleaned or learned that you talk to others. So as a result, you feel you're having a conversation with a person only because of the kind of style it's using back at you. But if you were to explore outside of your regular pattern of thinking, if you were to go and find things outside of your regular algorithm, it, it branches out and it challenges the AI. So I think it's a challenge on both sides. For the regular person, it's saying to us that AI can only ever be at the whim of our creativity. What we do, it follows after therein. So I do think, uh, in, in matter of fact, actively right now, there are numerous artists taking ChatGPT to court. They haven't, there hasn't been any, any like conclusive verdict, but yeah. yeah, the idea is that artists have to be protected in some way, because if 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 the AI operating system is allowed to freely um, take what it will, then it leaves no room for the market to appreciate works created by people. That's um, a so. Uh, that's a that 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 that's an interesting point about uh, about um, but AI I, sort of sort of people not 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 be able to produce new new work. Uh, I would actually like to explore that whole thing um, consistently through the year and, and, and because I'm of the belief that I'm not a religious dude by in fact I'm agnostic, but in the Bible the assumption that says that basically they're saying that that mankind has sort of reached this creative. You can't think any further. There's some line that people justify in the Bible. Song. And um, there's also that thing of there's nothing under the sun. Um, and if you look, for example, like in Hollywood, uh, they just do remakes, remakes, remakes. Um, there's always just cover versions, cover versions, cover versions, cover versions, like in music. Um, and in visual art, there's also just like, for example, cubism happened in the fucking 19th century and there's still cats that work like that today uh, or, or variations of it so so my, my point is that that, that art always like sort of I'm of the belief that I don't want to die knowing that I've sort of reached this is from my personal this is from Wesley I don't want to die knowing that I've reached my uh, gap like I can't be more creative I can't be more I think that's just Personally, I can't accept it, and I can't accept the fact that somebody's telling me that a fucking computer somewhere is smarter than me. I I can't accept it. I think you were right that like I I got <laughs> I know it's very brave saying it, and next year I don't know a few months uh, I can't be wrong, but fuck it. I also I also I also just can't accept the fact that uh, that people can't. Uh, <laughs> I think there's still a lot of more things that people still can do creatively, yes. music, movies, etc., etc. All these remakes, remakes, are actually killing me. We actually sort of, and I want to, and I sort of want to wrap it up here, my brother. Like, there's a bunch of things I want, 
uh, especially in the review space, uh, 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 there's a few there's a few trends I've noted I've picked up that actually cuts across all the genres. So like for visual art and what I, and I, I in visual art I'll put into two brackets, fine um, you know the actual paintings, but but also the TV medium, uh, the the, the, the media, but that's a visual medium. Uh, um, um, I've also noticed a, a, a few like how where uh, uh, movies, uh, series, and so forth are going. How visual artists sort of working in codes with that, and how they using. Because there's no time. I can't ever remember. I've been doing art that's in my life, so that's well over 10, 20 years now, and uh, I've never seen a time where all of these artists are working. Not in one project, but like together, they always work in isolation. Um, I mean, musicians are making money of um, uh, what's this guy, a great, great push last year. He hasn't had a hit in 30, 40 years and had a number one hit on Spotify due to that um, Netflix um, series. Uh, so I, I find all, all these meetings are working together, and that's something I want to back but by but throughout the uh, um, talk to artists. You know that is knowledgeable on that type of thing, and yeah, that is my two cents. My thing I enjoyed this conversation. Uh, I think uh, Headspace podcast is cool. Um, my listeners definitely check it out. I will the, all the information will be yeah somewhere down. Yeah, I'll you know I'll, there will be a link to all of that. Um, sort of in closing, man. It's still well, it's not early in the year. It's technically it's the second month of the year to me. That's not early in the year anymore. Uh, what's um, I guess what's what guys, what new uh episodes, projects, and so forth? Um, have you guys come, coming up? Anything worthwhile, worth mentioning, basically? Um, yeah, well, basically, we 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 ride off of the the spirit of the people, so you know, we, like we never really have anything projected, we kind of feel all right uh, what's going on. I mean, it works better for us because we address issues that are pertinent in the moment. Um, yeah, so, but I think also, like, to kind of sum up a lot of the theme of what we've been talking about, I truly am a firm believer that creativity is eternal um, and that if, if it gets into grounds where it becomes formulaic, it resists that and goes and branches out and becomes something new. And I think AI is just another version of the formula. I think, you know, you asked me earlier on what the future might look like. I think it looks like two markets, an AI market where people can create the kind of formulaic things they want and a real artistic market where they go to actually experience the stuff that not even a computer could replicate. Um, and I think that's what artists are actively fighting for right now. The AI tide is here. I mean, this is this this whole idea really isn't new. AI is kind of like a new guise of how creativity has been flowing. And capitalism works through formula, and it tries to kind of um, make its money on what is safe. But we all know that in the grassroots, in the ground works, the 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 art that emerges from the people is always the risky art. It's always the avant-garde. It always is is weird at first before it's co-op opted into whatever is popular. Ama Piano right now is global, but a couple of years ago, it was some weird fringe electronic dance music that was being done in Pretoria. And that's why capitalism is always late. By the time it catches up, the people are on to something else. Um, so I think even with AI, um, we, we, we need not be too worried. It will, it will take a lot of things, but it will give birth to many new opportunities. Yeah, All it's capitalizing on formula it's and i think if we understand that then the trick and the strategy is to be as unformulaic as we can be because then it will be too confused to understand how to even process the information in the beginning but yeah that's 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 my opinion to sum it up i think creativity will always win in the end over formula even though formula is more uh lucrative in the context of capitalism uh it always even formula takes from what was once considered the risky creative art. So whatever right now, just to the audience, if you're doing something weird, strange, that nobody gets, nobody understands, if you're sitting there doing a podcast, 
you know, this is it. This is why what you're doing right here, Brother Wesley, it's 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 creative. You know, this is and this is AI couldn't replicate this even if it tried. I mean, it could yeah. mimic you, but it would never be. So, I agree. Yeah, that's my that's my view. I agree. Um, I love when you're saying we ride on the mood of the people. I like that. Uh, it's clever. And it's so correct. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Uh, brother, uh, it's nice and warm by me today. Uh, so it's a nice warm summer's day. Uh, I think I'm going to start work. I'm going to work on this episode now. Actually, I'll put it out as soon as I'm done. Uh, and yeah, man, I'll definitely chew up in a week or so. I, I'll put out shorts as well. And let's see what else we can do in the year, man. Um, I've got a few. Um, I told you in the beginning, I've got a plan. Uh, my, I, I have a, there's this method to my madness. Um, yeah, and let me share some of this madness. Um, because this podcasting space is dope, man. I think there's so much potential here. Um, for everybody, really. Um, and there's really, because there's a topic that I didn't have to touch on, but um, I don't know if a few markets. Um, that's something I'm super interested in. Uh, I think there's so many new developing markets and new people that we don't even know about that's into the stuff. Um, and I think that the digital space makes it so cool that we can tap into all of that. And the social media also has an interesting role to play and so forth and so forth. There's lots I can talk about. Uh, my brother, um, enjoy the rest of your Friday. Uh, to all my listeners, yeah, man, if you found the spot, if you enjoyed this conversation, smash that subscribe button. I will appreciate it. Um, until the next time, one love. One love, one love. One more, just one more thing. One more. Uh, you've invited digital home. Uh, we've got to, we've got to do a part two on this the other way around. So we'll definitely talk about you being on the headspace uh, in whatever form we can make. Let's make it happen. Yeah, I truly. Yeah, let's go together. Let's go together, brother. Thank you so much. Let's make it happen, King. One love. Love, peace.